Welcome back, everybody, to the Know-It-All Fantasy Football Radio Podcast. I am your host, Jerry, the Fantasy Football Know-It-All, and I'm coming to you live from the Charlotte Cigar Club. This is my first ever podcast um, on location, and we will see uh, how it goes. Welcome, everybody. Happy Friday to all of you. And, of course, this is um, week 10 of the NFL, and there is a lot to talk about, massive amount of injuries to discuss and how those will affect your uh, leagues going into this week. We also have a start and sit and possibly cut segment, and then, of course, the ever-popular getting a leg up on your waiver wire. So before we kick that off, I do want to tell you about another podcast that I listen to on a regular basis. It's called the Morning Smoke CLT. Speaking of cigars, join my man G as he talks about a vast array of topics that are not only near and dear to his own heart, but that we all can relate to in one way or another, whether it is something going on in the world today or whether it is something that is near and dear to you in your own personal lives. There is something for everybody with the Morning Smoke CLT. So make sure you guys check it out. You can find it on Spotify, Stitcher, um, obviously Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere that fine podcasts can be found. You can also hit up my man G on Instagram at the Morning Smoke Charlotte. So again, if you're like me and you enjoy a fine cigar, even a pipe, or even you know a cigarette, or um, even if you don't smoke, it doesn't matter. It's all about the content. So grab yourself a beverage, whether it be an alcoholic beverage or a sweet tea or a coffee, and check it out. Once again, it is the Morning Smoke CLT, and you can find it anywhere that podcast can be found. Now, we'll kick off the injuries talking about Christian McCaffrey. He is now deemed week-to-week with his injury. Um, He hurt his shoulder coming back from an ankle injury, and that is not good news for the McCaffrey owner, obviously, If you have Mike Davis, then you are a lucky person indeed, as he will play a part in the stretch run for you heading toward the playoffs. McCaffrey, of course, out this week and most likely multiple weeks. You need to pivot and find an alternative. Chris Godwin, he did play last week for Tampa Bay. Um, His finger has him limited in practice. He is expected to be out there, as is Scotty Miller who is suffering from a groin injury and a hip injury, limited in practice, but again expected to play for Tampa. Gardner Minshew out another week with a thumb injury, so Jake Luton, chance for him to show us again what he can do, and um, I'm pretty high on that kid. I I mentioned him earlier this week, so um, he's a great streaming option for you this week against the Packers. David Johnson with a concussion. He has not been practicing, and it does not look like he will play. So Duke Johnson, rev the engines. Let's go. Kenyon Drake, back at practice. He still has that knee injury, so we need to keep an eye on it and see uh, how that all plays out. But it doesn't look like he'll play much of a factor here. I think you can start Chase Edmonds either way. Just make sure you temper expectations and maybe move Edmonds to a flex position if Kenyon Drake plays. John Brown for the Buffalo Bills. It looks like he'll play this week, 
but I don't expect much from him even if he does. It looks like it was rest for him at practice. Um, I know there are analysts out there that have him higher than I do. I am keeping him well below 40. I don't anticipate him being much more than a flex play in deeper leagues. That would be about it. Justin Jackson for the Chargers. His knee injury is keeping him from practicing. It doesn't look like he'll play. All indications out of Los Angeles are they're going to go with a mix of Joshua Kelly and maybe Travis Pope. Perhaps Balaj comes back. It's kind of a mess in um, for the Chargers. Preston Williams. I mentioned his foot injury after he was dancing around after catching a touchdown. I have him on my team, so I'm a little annoyed. He is on IR, so he is not eligible to come back for four weeks. Matt Breida, his teammate, suffering from a hamstring injury. He has practiced Wednesday and Thursday, and it looks like he may actually take the field this week. Dicey indeed. Jerry Judy, shoulder injury. He isn't practicing for the Denver Broncos. We need to keep an eye on that, especially if you own Tim Patrick or anybody else in that offense, or Judy, of course, as he has been targeted heavily over the course of the last couple of weeks. I mentioned Tim Patrick. He's limited as well with a hamstring injury. He's questionable but expected to play. Noah Fant, though he's been limited, he is listed as active and should play in Sunday's game. You're starting him if you have him. Um, A pair of running backs for the San Francisco 49ers, Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert, are both uh, out this week, and who knows when or if they will be back. So it's a mix of Hasty and McKinnon there in San Francisco. Debo Samuel as well. He isn't practicing. He's questionable. I'm doubtful that he actually plays, but keep your eye on it if you're the Samuel owner as there's nobody else really in this offense to throw the ball to. Drew Brees was limited with a shoulder injury, expected to play. Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas, is also limited with his ankle slash hamstring injury. Again, he's expected to play. Chris Carson, still not practicing, foot injury. While he's questionable and I've ranked him for now, I don't think he plays, so I would move away and figure out another option. Carlos Hyde, hamstring. I doubt he plays as well, even if he's active. I, I really do think they're going to give DJ Dallas a chance to show uh, showcase what he can do. Daryl Henderson, quad injury, did not practice for the Rams. Keep an eye on that if you are a Malcolm Brown owner or if you're a Cam Akers person. Um, they could play a part against the Seahawks this weekend. Cooper Cup, limited with an oblique. He is expected to play. Mark Ingram, though limited with an ankle injury, is expected to take the field for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. I don't expect much from him, so I would bench him if you have him, but he should be playing. Damian Harris is practicing, though limited, with a chest injury. Questionable. I'd stay away from all Patriot wide receivers, all Patriots in general, really. Nikhil Harry limited with a concussion. Again, don't start him unless you absolutely have to. Joe Mixon is still not practicing with his foot injury, and that is interesting because they face the Steelers, who lately have been bludgeoned by running backs. But I really do think they're going to rest him and start Giovanni Bernard in this game. I wouldn't start Mixon anyway, not coming off a foot injury. Nick Chubb is projected to return Sunday for the Browns. If you have him, you start him. I expect him to, if healthy, 
uh, assume his reassume his role as the primary ball carrier for the Cleveland Browns. Big Ben Roethlisberger expected to play, although that is contingent on testing negative again for the COVID-19. He did test negative once this week, so keep an eye on that if you're starting Roethlisberger. I have him going for me in one league and against me in another, so I have a lot of interest there. But as a Steeler fan, I'd much rather see Ben out there. I just don't want to see him re-injure his knees. So, yeah, I'm a little concerned about that. Devontae Freeman has been limited this week and the indication was that he would be back but a report out of Giants camp today um, had him leaving with a trainer during practice so now that there's a a lot of doubt in that if you have a a Wayne Gallman on your team then you want to throw him in there if you need a running back to help you out this week Alshon Jeffrey also expected to return I don't know what that means with Rager also returning for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles and Travis Fulgham, the number one guy there. I don't see that changing. Fulgham has shown enough to maintain that role. Jeffrey, he's made a glass. I think he gets injured again. I said this about um, Deshaun Jackson, and he lasted about a quarter and a half. Same is true of Alshon. Miles Sanders has been limited. He is expected to possibly be back. Again, temper your expectations, but if you own him and you're desperate, you're going to start him. He will, if if on the field, I believe, get the lion's share of the carries there, although I don't know what that actually means. Antonio Gibson for the Washington football team has a shoulder injury. Keep an eye on that if you're the McKissick owner because then there would be an uptick there um, with J.D. McKissick being the pass catching back anyway and has standalone value, but maybe more so if um, Antonio Gibson misses time. David Montgomery is still in the concussion protocol, so we don't know if he's going to play. Keep your eye on that if you're a Montgomery owner, of course. Look for other options. Kenny Galladay, though he's been missing practices, he is. they're tentatively penciling him in for a start. I don't know if I would put him on the field. He could re-injure that hip in this game. Uh, but, you know, you might be desperate. Again, somebody you might want to sit this week just in case. Alan Lazard could possibly be activated this Sunday for the Packers. That would be good news if you're the Lazard owner as he will reassume the number two slot there in Green Bay as MVS, though he did have a week last week, it wasn't anything to write home about overall. Um, Again, good week doesn't mean anything in my book. For those of you who run a business, you may not have an updated website if you even have one set up at all. That's where the guys at Bove Design come in. Rob and company have all the tools that business owners and entrepreneurs need to get yourself up and running. They designed my new logo, which is very, uh, which I like a lot. It's very snazzy. You can check it out on the webpage as well as uh, Skull King Sports, which I'll talk about in a little while. And if you download or, or upload or listen to the podcast, it is very prevalent there in Steeler colors. They do a great job. So whether it is web design or developing a new logo or just custom work that they can do, follow him on Instagram as well at bove.design and shoot him an email let him know what you think of his work and if he can help you out so remember that's bove design b-o-v-e dot design and let rob know um, if he can help you out now we'll talk about some starts of the week and 
I want to do this a little bit differently this week. I'll give you five guys that I think need to be started based on a lot of reasons. And some of them will be superstars. Others will be, you know, maybe eyebrow raising. I don't know. But these are guys that I feel have an opportunity to really make an impact this week for you. And the first guy, obviously, is going to be Josh Allen. Allen's been up and down. People have thought about maybe benching him. I don't think you bench him at all this week against Arizona. I think he can get the job done for you. And the way that he is, with his schedule coming up the way that it it, it is, it's going to get harder and harder as the season progresses. So you need these wins now. And this is going to be a good stat game for him, especially if you have a situation where you don't – if you have one of these two running backs because you don't know what's going on. Drake is nursing his injury, and Edmonds isn't lighting the world on fire when he is the primary back. So Josh Allen is locked and loaded as an absolute must start. The second guy is Giovanni Bernard. I don't think Mixon plays, and I've been watching the Steelers as I cover them for Skull King Sports. I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that Bernard will catch passes. He will also run in possibly a touchdown he will have himself a game as the only guy that's going to be getting touches in that backfield the Steelers obviously with the injury of Devin Bush cannot uh, defend the run the way that they were earlier in the season so I really do expect a game out of Giovanni Bernard if you have him and Mixon is not playing he is an absolute must start another guy that I think you have to start is Duke Johnson This may sound like a no-brainer, or maybe you're looking at me funny. I don't know. Um, David Johnson, I don't think, will play. Duke is really the only running back there that they can uh, count on. I mean, they're getting guys off of Gilligan's Island, for God's sakes. So what you need to do is make sure that if you have him sitting on your bench collecting dust, you have to put him in there as at least a flex play for you, as he should get the majority of the touches all of the passes as that's what his prowess is anyway and he could be sneaky good this week with an explosive game so duke johnson is the next guy that i would say is a must start for you this week next man up is james robinson james robinson has a juicy matchup this week against the green bay packers who can't stop any running back ever now i understand that it on the surface it looks like green bay might blow away the jacksonville jaguars when this uh in the early parts of this game that doesn't mean that robinson goes away he is the predominant running back in this offense I think Jake Luton brings a little bit of electricity there as well. I know Luton runs, but Robinson should carve out uh, this defense pretty well and should have himself at least one touchdown on the ground, possibly north of 100 yards rushing and several receptions. So again, I I don't think you're in a position where you would sit him, but he is a must start. And the final guy that I feel is a must start this week is... I'm going to go on a limb, and I'm going to tell you that Tyler Boyd for the Cincinnati Bengals. I know I hit two Bengals here against the Steelers, and that's because the Steelers have a hard time covering the slot receivers in games. I've watched it. I've seen it, especially when there's not really a tight end presence on the other side of the ball. There isn't really with Sample. I'm not impressed with Drew Sample at all. So I do believe that 
Um, Burrow is going to hit him often, and he's going to have a really, really good game. I have him ranked inside my top 15 wide receivers this week for good reason. So Tyler Boyd is somebody that you absolutely can start this week and not even give it a second thought. Now, my first sit this week is somebody that's contingent on him playing, so we have to make sure that he actually is out there before you before we even have this discussion but I'm going to throw it out there anyway and that is David Montgomery. David Montgomery if healthy and cleared from the concussion protocol hasn't been looking great uh this year anyway and with one more hit possibly putting him out longer I don't think it's a good idea. I think the Bears would will not rush him back. I don't think that he'll have such a um a presence in the passing game this week, especially if he's, uh, you know, kind of not 100%. So, again, somebody that you should pivot off of if you can. Maybe you can, maybe you can't, but it is just something that I would highly recommend doing if you're contemplating starting him this week. I'm going to throw in a trio of running backs for my next sit, and it is the Baltimore Ravens running back crew, all three of them. J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram, and Gus Edwards, especially if Mark Ingram plays because that just muddies things up even more. He's going to get some touches. He's going to make you he's, – he's going to piss you off, basically, is what he's going to do. So what I would say is make sure that you have other options available to you if you do consider uh, trotting out Gus Edwards and in a lesser, to a lesser degree J.K. Dobbins, unless you're in one of those leagues where you are forced to start some of these low-end players. Another guy that I feel is somebody you should shy away from this week is Antonio Gibson. He is hurt. McKissick does have a role there, and Washington should be down in this game. All of that leads itself to be... I, I don't think that they're going to force feed their investment in the future and let's face it he is along with terry mclaurin the uh, light of their offense as as it were so i expect ron rivera to put a leash on him to some degree if he does go out there he may not play but if he does play i don't expect too much out of him so just temper your expectations if you were planning on putting him out there i shouldn't have to mention this guy as a sit I really shouldn't. If you've listened to this podcast, you know my feelings on it. But we're going to go there. We are going with John Brown. John Brown is somebody that I don't believe in, not in the system, and not in his health. He is often injured. He doesn't perform. I don't really think they have a vertical game. I know I mentioned Josh Allen as a, a star in this game. I think he gets it done with his legs and through the air. But I expect Beasley and... Stefan Diggs to be the primary beneficiaries of that. So make sure that you have other options available to you. Any slot receiver that's out there, Hunter Renfro is available in a lot of leagues. He is somebody that I would absolutely pick up and start ahead of him. And I would even consider Hamler from Denver, especially with the other two guys banged up. So again, just keep that in mind. His teammate, Devin Singletary is another guy that I absolutely would not start. I'd have him on the bench. He's practically he's practically a guy you can cut. And I, 
he's a fringe guy. I mean, you want, might want to keep him around because if Zach Moss does get hurt, then you have a guy that's going to be the primary ball carrier for a team that's going to make the playoffs and uh, make that push to uh, not only win the division but maybe get the bye. Um, you know, you never know. I know the buys are different this year as the number one is the only team with the buy. But, again, Singletary hasn't been getting it done when Zach Moss wasn't. Now that Zach Moss has come along... I don't think you're going to see too much in the way of a ceiling play with him. So Devin Singletary, more of a cut, but I guess you you can put him on the sit list as well. Another guy that I would sit is Jarek McKinnon. For the main reason, I don't trust Kyle Shanahan. I just don't. Two, three weeks in a row, you saw nothing out of McKinnon. Then I started hasty, and yes, I did. I fell into that trap, and he had no role in this offense. I don't buy that he's going to do that again this week with McKinnon. So McKinnon is an absolute sit for me until I see what goes on there. And it's the whole team's a mess, to be 100% honest, and I don't trust anything in that in, in that running game. Now, there are worse options for you, but... I wouldn't put him out there. Now, I mentioned Damian Harris, but I'm going to mention all the running backs in New England. I don't think any of them are going to come through in a way that you might need them to this week. So I would bench all three of them. Uh, Harris may not play. And White hasn't done much of anything. And Rex Burkhead is really just a guy. So you can do better than that. I do want to throw in one more start of the week that I did fail to mention, and um, that's my bad, and that is Devontae Parker. With Preston Williams out for Miami and Tua coming into his own, I do believe that uh, Parker's going to have a really good game, more than a flex option. He is a wide receiver two this week, and absolutely, for me anyway, a must start. This time of year, it is tough to pick out the beat the waiver wire or the getting a leg up on your waiver wire guys you really have to be you have to be diligent right and i don't usually say this about quarterbacks but i mentioned him earlier this week and i do like drew Locke in the stretch run here he's throwing the ball a lot more the use of the running backs there is kind of i know he was he was down in the fourth quarter by multiple touchdowns the last couple of weeks that doesn't matter to me i i really like what i see in him so he could be somebody that if you have a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger that's injured or Drew Brees that might be injured or somebody else that you've been uh, looking at, or if you're a streamer and you're streaming quarterbacks, not a bad uh, deal to pick up Drew Locke, maybe stash him and see what happens. He may not win you a league, but I want a league with Blake Bortles. And I also want to league with Case Keenum. So it's not necessarily the quarterback that gets you there as long as they're not killing you in the process. Another beat the waiver wire guy I mentioned earlier, and that's Cam Akers. Akers is owned in a decent amount of leagues, but in a lot of leagues he's been dropped because he hasn't been used. With Daryl Henderson nursing an injury... And Malcolm Brown not necessarily going to be a three-down back, although I do like Brown. Akers has sneaky value as the Rams look to make the playoffs here. So he may have a really, really big game this week, especially against Seattle if Henderson doesn't play, and then you'll want to have him on your team. Again, it's all about taking chances. I say this every single week. I'm going to say it until I'm blue in the face. But there are guys that... um, 
you can grab off the waiver or when waivers clear that are free of charge. Maybe you drop a backup tight end or somebody that's hurting. If you have, say, Matt Breida on your team, he's not going to do much of anything. Or Jordan Wilkins, for example. I know Wilkins is a little bit of a wild card. I haven't dropped him yet because I don't know what's going on with Jonathan Taylor. But I will say this. I will say that I would rather the upside of somebody versus a guy that might be a fill-in until somebody who's better than he is gets a uh, gets his head straight. So Akers I would prefer to have on my roster over Wilkins long term, but the next week or two it might be Wilkins who gives you the better value. But you're thinking long term. If you're in a position where you're going to make the playoffs or you're you're heading full steam ahead with a good record, then you you want to get your lineup all up and running beforehand. So keep all of this in mind as you're building your roster. The pickings are slim. I, I realize that. So what I'm going to give you is a little nugget of advice here to wrap things up. And what that is, watch who people drop. People get sick and tired of bad performances. You could find that people have been discarded. DJ Moore, for example, could be dropped just to make room for somebody else. And if that's the case, pick him up because you just don't know. His talent is there. There are other people. Mike Williams is another guy that might be dropped. I, I Again, it, does, it sounds crazy if you're in a league where people know what they're doing, but there are leagues where roster uh, construction is your bench, you don't have a lot of bench space, so you have to be very diligent and you have to watch what you're doing and you may have to let go of a guy for a week just to make room for somebody else that could also be true of somebody like Russell Gage do I think Gage is great no I don't but he is the slot receiver in on a team that likes to throw the ball so again you can pick up gold off of that waiver wire if you get the opportunity so that is just something I want to throw out there that you guys can kind of take to the bank so to speak and maybe get it to work for you and hopefully it it, it does so well that is going to wrap it up this week this is the first um, on location broadcast let me know on twitter what you guys think at ff know it all or email the show know it all fantasy football at gmail.com hopefully you guys have an amazing weekend and another win in the books and we will talk on tuesday when we recap the weekend's action and i do want to take a minute to talk about skull king sports i am or this show is a proud member of the skull king podcasting network and Skull King is the newest and most up-and-coming website for all sports, whether it is Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA, or the NFL, all forms of racing, IndyCar, NASCAR, Formula One. We also cover tennis, golf, all the collegiate sports, MMA fighting, boxing, you name it. There is a full slate of fantasy resources for you. My rankings are up there. There is a podcast. Um, there, my podcast is also available on Skull King Sports. So make sure you check it out, www.skullkingsports.com. Well, I want to thank everybody again, Kevin, Chris, and Temi for the amazing intro and outro music, Matt Bacon for the color scheme and concept, and, of course, Bove Design for the amazing logo. You guys continue to do everything that you can to dominate your fantasy leagues.
me, don't forget the day.